Hey, I'm Ethan. Hey, I'm Mike. I watched the first half of Every Which Way But Loose. I watched the second half of Every Which Way But Loose. And this is, is the, the other half. Mike. Yeah, Ethan. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in a little town called Bakersfield, California. Yes. Why do you, why do you ask this question, Ethan? Because this movie we watched, uh-huh, I believe is based in the same it's general area. The same general area. How do you why do you think this? Because it sucks. <laughs> I really hated this movie. Oh, yeah? I hated it a lot. Okay. I, this is a really bad movie. I really don't understand why I hated it. Because uh, it was terrible. Okay. Because okay. the characters made no sense, and the plot was terrible, and the jokes were flat and awful and not funny. It was mostly just because it wasn't funny. There was a lot of mm, there's a lot of things about this movie, but I did laugh. You did a few times, not, not a lot, not, not more with I, the movie. You laughed at the movie, right? Mm, there was a sometimes oh, I laughed at the movie, okay, but not 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 usually. Mm-hmm. Um, Let yeah, me ask so, you, uh-huh. why did we watch this movie? Okay, so I watched this movie. I think it was like my family really liked it. Someone in my family really liked it. Oh no. Liked a lot. Oh no. And so I watched it once on TV, I think, as a kid. And mm. I remember certain parts of it, like a, like two parts of it I really remember from actually watching it this this first time, but I had no idea what the plot was. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is I realized I don't remember what the plot was because there is, is no, no plot. plot. There's right? literally no plot. There's nothing. There's no there's nothing there. Like as far as I know, obviously I only saw the second half of the movie, but it felt like there was like it was just aimless this film felt there aimless there are two main plot points yeah and that's it like yeah. and that I mean main by like these are like minor, these would be B plots in any other movie right right there's these no like, like main plot to go on exactly so yeah. yeah it's just I will say the movie captures a great sense of what there is to do in Bakersfield <laughs> <laughs> Which is nothing. Nothing. No, it's going well, to bars. It's and going to bars, else. getting yeah. in fights, mm-hmm. and just getting. It, does anybody smoke meth in the movie? No. Okay, then it's not that, a perfect representation. This is the other people who don't smoke meth. This oh, is a non-smoking population. It's just the good old boys. These who are the, hang these out are the uh, this is the uh, blue-collared folk mm-hmm. hanging out. They think that farts are funny, and mm-hmm. the monkeys are really funny. I mean, <laughs> one of those is correct. That's true. Um, which actually, that's the other thing is the the only thing I know about this movie. What I knew that it was filmed in Bakersfield, and just from the fact that if you live in Bakersfield, you know everything about. Because like, there's not much else to go. There's on not there. much else to remember about it. Um, but the other thing I know about it is that there's a reference in um, Shaun of the Dead in this movie that uh, Ed. From Shaun of the Dead, uh, Shaun's best friend could do a perfect impression of Clyde from oh. the movie, and he does like an impression of the orangutan. Um, so that's all I knew about this film. Okay, so is that there was an orangutan. orangutan in it, and that it took place. I didn't realize how big of a part the orangutan had, though. I didn't know that Clyde oh, yeah. was like main character, the secondary character in yeah. this film. Yeah, um, probably the best character. I'd say definitely. I'd say he actually felt like he had an arc to him. I felt and like a yeah. drive. I felt like him and. He had more chemistry with Clint Eastwood than anyone else. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I don't know if that's a testament to Clint's acting or Clyde's acting. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know either one. I don't know. I it, mean, it, it does take two to tango, right? That's so, very true. I mean, and that was the other thing, too. About halfway through this, well, obviously about halfway through this movie, that's when I jumped in. It felt like he wanted to fuck it. 
Like it seemed like he was really I think close Clyde to the was, I, think, I think Clyde wanted to do that. Yeah, do, I think so. Do, do the deed, but it uh, was interesting. It was an interesting f- watch. This because the other thing too is is like we've this is not our first rodeo. We've seen a lot of movies, and um, I have never been this like Gattaca. I think was the most confused I'd ever been. Oh really? This one really threw me for a loop. Wow. I could not, and I think it's because there was no plot. I couldn't understand. I think that's the thing is you just didn't know what was happening because it never. Bother to tell you because there's nothing you really need to you know. You need to know. Like, there were things that were introduced. Like, I knew that there was a person named Lynn that people were looking for. Yes. And uh, I that's, like, all I knew. And then I thought for, like, a good chunk of my film, I thought the blonde girl that they were with was Lynn. But it isn't. It's mm. some girl named Echo. Yeah. And then I was like, well, then what's with the orangutan? Like, I don't. And then why are they doing this? And, like, who is she? And why are the cops and a bunch of. Like uh, a motorcyclist looking for her. Like there was all this weird stuff and it never really seemed to resolve. Like it just sort of happened. Yeah, it just stuff happens, man. Yeah, it just seems to just it's happen. Very much like, I don't know. Just chill out, man. Just enjoy it. Just, just, just enjoy it, life, man. It's, man. What, what are you going to take a movie about uh, Clint Eastwood and Orion Tank seriously? Of course not. Yeah, I yeah. mean, seriously. I, and I guess that's the other thing is like we know this already. Like watching comedy movies for this podcast is incredibly risky. Is this actually a comedy movie? I think it is. I I read up, apparently this was basically in response to Smokey and the Bandit. Like Smokey and the Bandit was this big comedy action film that blew up because they got like a star that usually takes themselves seriously and, you know, did really fun stuff. And this was basically a reaction to that. Like, Uh oh, it's going to be in the same vein, same sort of similar location. And it nailed it, right? I mean, I've, I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit. So nailed it. I, I guess yeah, so. Hey. Have you ever seen Smokey the Bear? No, I've never even heard of it. Really? Yeah. You've never heard of Smokey the Bear? No, it's a, a Smokey the Bear. From, Smokey the is Bear. Is he going you start putting out forest fires? That's the entire film, and okay. he's, he's chasing a, a bandit. Yeah, okay. And he's like, I bandit, you st- I would Stop actually it. You might. That. And then he's like, the bandit, the sequel, he becomes an arsonist. There is a sequel to Smokey the Bandit. So Smokey and the Arsonist? I, I hope so. Yeah, he mm-hmm. comes back as an arsonist. Yeah, to burn the forest down. Yeah, oh. this this movie was interesting. All right, so let's break we, it down. Let, let's try to talk about what plot there so, is. So, I mean, okay. I know it's hard. You know, I know. I wrote a lot much. because I was like, I don't really know what What's to talk important? about this movie. Just cut through all the shit. Like, just I'll, give it I'll to try. me straight away. Because there's not a lot here. Okay. Most of what I've written down are like cringy quotes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that. Would so, it help if I told you the shit I knew and then you sort of filled it in? No, 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 no. I'll do this on. So. We start off with a uh, uh, young Clint Eastwood. Young Clint Eastwood. He's he's hanging out. I mean, he's the same age as in the movie, but oh. to me, he's young because I was just picturing Gran Torino constantly. Oh, like he's that same age forever. It's weird to think that's the same guy, right? I know. It's really strange. Although he has the exact same facial expression. So. Similar, yeah. yeah. But it's like it's the hair. Yeah. And like at one point, he's like he's like leaning on his arm, and you can see like his he's so fucking buff. Yeah, he's ripped, dude. It's nuts how strong he is in this film. Yeah. It's I mean, like he, it makes me jealous. Yeah, I know. He's he's. He's been around. He's he been he has. I mean, that's, honestly, he looks pretty good for his old age too. Honestly, what is he like? Almost ninety. He looks like I pretty good. I think he's like one hundred and ninety. <laughs> he's really old. Just an old, old crypt master. Yeah. <laughs> old crypt master. Still making Eastwood. movies. Still, still making. Still making movies somehow. Somehow he's still able to walk and around. Like still and, getting Oscar nominations for him somehow. It's crazy, man. Yeah. For a lot of reasons, like yeah. when you like you consider his like political agendas sometimes, not agendas, but his views and like his age and stuff. The same man, like, political views apparently don't mean anything in Hollywood anymore. I guess it's not. Just, I mean, that's the least bad thing that you could do there. <laughs> I oh mean, man, I'm a Republican. Oh, I mean, that's that's not as bad ask, as this guy over ask here, Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, you're Republican and smuggle cocaine. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, this is completely off subject, but like Mel Gibson is apparently out of the frying pan. Yeah, that one is weird. What the fuck? Like, are we just allowing him to be in movies again and like not acting like it's weird that he got drunk and called a female officer sugar tits and blamed everything on Jewish yeah, people? I mean, I don't, I could be wrong. I'm going to say this on the podcast. Could be wrong, but I don't think Clint Eastwood's done anything that bad. Like, no, he does. No, he hasn't. That's what I'm saying, though. Is is like like he's just a, a conservative guy. And no, just like, no, no. Clint yeah, Eastwood is nowhere. He's never near. done anything like offensive or been no. mean the, to anyone. The worst thing he did is talk to an empty chair. Yeah, like, I never ooh, made fun of him, so yeah. spooky. And even a lot of the movies he does that a lot of like I remember a lot of people talking about um, American Sniper and saying like, oh, this is like you know uh, American propaganda. But it wasn't. It was completely the opposite. It was like all about how terrible. Oh no, I, I I haven't seen it. Have you? No, no, no. But I I because there was all this stuff and I like looked into it and it seems more like it's all about like I mean, again I haven't seen it. I don't want to make like a judgment, but it seemed like the complete opposite. It seemed more like this was a a, a really hard thing that this character, this actual human being, had yeah, to yeah. go through and stuff. And you know, look at all the other movies like Grand Trino's all about like tolerance and yeah, yeah, yeah. other things. Like it's strange. It's just really strange. Yeah, he's, he's he maybe a strange with, character. Yeah, he's he's an interesting dude. He is interesting. Anyway, what's more interesting is he's chewing some bubble gum, and then it's like, <laughs> I'm gonna spit this shit on the ground and Ooh. throws it off. To, he's littering, bro. First off, you just wow, what a badass. So here's the interesting thing about this his character. Uh huh. Here's the interesting. Tell about me all, one interesting thing. About here's his the interesting thing about all these characters. Mm-hmm. That they're all terrible. They're all dumb. So here's the thing that's weirder though is that somehow to make the people the villains of this movie. Like actually bad is they make them even dumber. Whoa! So there's like dumb people, and then there's really and then dumb there's people. Really dumb people. I don't think there's a single smart person in this whole movie. I don't. No, the only smart person is Lynn. I thought Lynn was really smart. Uh, no, oh no, she's kind of dumb. I'll, oh, I'll, I'll get to that. But get into I, it. The, the smartest person is Clyde. Duh. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Clyde the orangutan. Yeah, Clyde the orangutan gets into some shit, and he's he's just he just does whatever because he's an orangutan. Let's start this off too. By the way, we are not referring to him as a monkey. No, because he's not. He's, he's an ape. There, that he's actually a is, that is a very important thing. It's a very. Do, do they bring it up in the movie? Some, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Okay, this movie's slightly better then. Yeah. Okay. That's the thing is you hated this movie. I did not like this movie, but I enjoyed parts of it. Oh, okay. There are like parts of it where I'm like, ah, if, if you kind of go in with the right mindset of realizing like this movie's just one of those movies like. It's just, just a dumb, fun little film. It just film. happens. <laughs> it just happens in it front just of happen. you. Like things just, events just happen and yeah. not many of them are good, but some of them are kind of funny. Also, you get a look at this uh, orangutan jumping around. That's, I really, ju- I really like the orangutan. The orangutan is the best. I, w- I could watch I a montage. Like that. Of On, I was thinking, I was like, is there a YouTube video of just all the parts of Clyde in it? I would love it. Else just a clip show of the orangutan. I, I, I was going to say is I would just watch an hour and a half of Clint Eastwood holding the orangutan's hand and walking down the yeah, road. Yeah, so cute. Because that's most of what the movie is anyway. <laughs> and I'm like, I love this. Like, because Clint looks like he's got the straightest face on. He's always got the scowl. And then scowl. Just, 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 just like, he's just like dopey I, I, walking just, around. Like, yeah, this is awesome. Time, like, look at who I get to work with every yeah, day. I know. <laughs> he's a legend. He's a legend over here, Mr. Eastwood. Before he talked to Chaz, he talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway. Starts off. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. You see Clint Eastwood, I immediately did not like him. Oh, why? Because he does. He First off, he litters. Uh-uh. Oh, no, you no. do not litter. No. He, um, um, back in the day, that wasn't he an goes issue. to like this random place that just kisses. He goes to his work, drops off his truck, kisses a lady, <sighs> knocks on a note door, looks at another lady, like, yeah, I'm gonna get you later. What the God? I know. And then, uh, you, you can just tell he's an old school working man. So he goes and drives to the bar to cool off. Cause he's working, he, man. He comes in, the bartender's like, oh, here's a beer for you. And he's like, hey, he's take some peanuts. Starts taking peanuts and grabbing them. Like, you know, free peanuts at the bar, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he grabs a few. Waits a little bit, grabs a couple more, and this uh, this guy notices him called like Big Al or something, mm-hmm. 
and Big Al sees it, and he's Clint Eastwood's about ready to leave and takes another bit of peanuts for the road. He's like, hey, put those back. And he's like, well, there's plenty of peanuts everywhere. And he's like, yeah, but you ain't got no right taking them. What? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. So here's the thing. <laughs> this is a good point. This is where it starts, is that Clint Eastwood so far... Kind of a douchebag. He's kind, kind of, of a, he's a womanizer, kind of, you know, just kind of goes around. He's quite a bit, yeah, quite yeah. a bit of a womanizer, yeah. Um, and you know, he's, he's th- but in he's order th- to make this guy a villain person, you got to make this other guy come in and just get real mad about this dude taking free peanuts. Yeah, Although to be yeah. fair, he did not stay in the place long. But who gives a shit? It's not like, even his what bar. are you doing? Yeah, like, like you did you pay for the peanuts? No, free peanuts. I yeah, I mean, there's plenty more. It's not like he's taking the last bit of free peanuts. Yeah, exactly. But whatever, this guy has this guy has to start has shit his, for no reason. Exactly. So he starts yeah. shit and he's like, hey, give me his peanut bets and. <clears throat> Clint Eastwood grabs good peanuts and says, oh, these peanuts? Crushes them in his hand and then punches them in the face. Oh! And I'm like, all right, now Clint Eastwood's a douchebag and he just starts a fight for no he reason. Started, he just started a, uh, a bar fight. Yeah, and they start punching each other and uh, Clint Eastwood punches them out into a jukebox. And then he walks away and drives off. Let me ask you, um, how was the Foley effects during the punch? Oh, great. They're 100% real. <laughs> they feel like real punches. And they, not feel, like they sound punches. like real punches yeah. and they all make completely different noises. Yep, it's great. It's amazing how many different kinds of punches they have in the movie. There's and, and. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All those great sounds. Yeah. Um, oh, and I recognize, like, oh man, where is this place? I forgot for a second you said it's in Bakersfield. I'm like, oh, this is, uh, this is Bakersfield. <laughs> Have you been to Bakersfield? I've driven through Bakersfield. Okay. That's, that's every time. I, if anyone who listens to the podcast from Bakersfield, how true is it that when you ask someone who's bad talking Bakersfield, if they've ever been there, they always say, I've driven through I feel it. like I've actually, I have actually stopped somewhere in Bakersfield at one point, but I don't remember. To like get well. gas. Yeah. But I mean, to be fair, Bakersfield looks like any, if you go to any place that is like a small ish town mm. in that like middle central area of California. They all kind of look the same. Here's the funny thing. Bakersfield is not even close to the middle of California. No, it's not. It's like, but it's at the bottom, like in the, the it is in Southern so, California, but like in the corner, right where uh central starts. Yes. That's what, that's what I'm saying too. It's like one of the bigger cities in it is. the lower central California. Yeah, it is. It's, it's weird. Well, yeah. It's like that. It's, and like Fresno are kind of like the two big ones. Fresno. Yeah. Central Fre- area. Us, ugh, Bakersfield and Fresno are constantly fighting over yeah, like, totally. we're, we're bigger. Yeah. We're, I've got more meth than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the bigger armpit of California. <laughs> so, um, anyway, they, so yeah, they're at Bakersfield. Um, some random dude shows up and is like, I want to take Ma to go do a driving test. And that's the one thing I do remember from the movie was the I remember test. the driving test because Grant, because Ma's a very interesting character because she's just an old lady who's mad and swears and just wants to get a driver's license. Two questions about Ma. One, uh-huh. what is her significance to the movie? Because I saw her at the very end of the film. She is just the place where I believe Clint Eastwood's either renting a house from her or something. She's because she's, she's not his door. mom. I don't think she's actual mom. I think he's uh, or- Orville? Orville? Mm. Orville's Orville. mom. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna go take her to the new t- the new TV show is Sex McFarland. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, two second question: Do you recognize her at all? Mm, vaguely, but no. Have you ever seen um, Harold and Maude? No. Okay, she's Maud in Harold and Maud. She's the oh. old lady. In it. It's a really good film. I've um, heard good things about that movie. It's very good. Uh, yeah, I saw her instantly. I'm like, oh, that's Maud. That's that old lady from that movie. And all she does is get mad and swear at everything. Yeah, it was kind of a step down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, anyway, so does that. That's, that's a whole side plot. That's the whole side plot is her trying to get a driver's license. And it has no significance it, it on the plot. It doesn't go anywhere. Does she get it? Never mind. I don't want to know if she gets it in the end. I'll, I'll, we'll hear later. Okay. Uh, so You can guess. She gets it in the end. She gets what in the end? Their driver's license. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, um, 
So Clint Eastwood leaves his shack and goes into a smaller shack uh-huh. and then just gets assaulted by a orangutan. Oh. Who's the best character, as we mentioned, yes. Clyde. And Clyde is introduced in the best way possible because mm. he beats up Clint Eastwood. So you can see like <laughs> already he's great. Already he's great. Well, I mean, Clint Eastwood like prides himself on being like a fighting man and all right. that stuff. And like and then he just gets beat up by his orangutan and then he gets punched out and knock and gets knocked out in the back. Where did this orangutan come from? He's just in the shed. Did, oh, he, well, did well, he keep him in the shed? He's just hanging out in the shed. How do you get orangutans just show show up in sheds, Ethan? Look, man, this is the introduction of his character. He's, I'm not saying we know his origin story. He didn't. He didn't say like. He, Did Cl- didn't look at the camera and said, "Well, this orangutan came from Saudi Arabia." <laughs> Even more questions. What, what, did, what does the orangutan doing in Saudi Arabia? Did Clint Eastwood know about the orangutan beforehand? It sounds like he did because okay. he got knocked out. and then He like, got up again? He's like, yeah. And he's never going to get knocked out. <laughs> never, never. And then he said, the orangutan is like, and comes over and hugs him. And then mm. it's like, just grabs his beer and starts drinking it. And I'm oh, like, what, what a, a great, great introduction character. to this character. Oh, I love him already. He just comes out and just drinks some beer and is just like, ooh. <laughs> 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 it's great. So, I love this orangutan. Um, so I didn't know um, Orville's relation to them. I guess he's just a friend. I thought he was his well, brother. Well, I think he's the uh, he's the heir to the um, uh, the popcorn industry. Shut the up. <laughs> shut up. You shut, me for up. A, shut me up for a second. Now you made me mad. You made me mad. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, it cuts to some dude fighting in a construction yard. This this no bearing on plot except for Clint Eastwood says, hey, bet all the money on there on us. And he's like, okay. Or Fighting, bets, right? Yeah, bets all his money on Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. And Clint Eastwood wins and they walk away with money. Mm-hmm. And it's also weird that everyone's reaction to this orangutan is no big deal, despite him like standing in the pot going like, <laughs> and, like you know, putting his fists up in the air and like cheering on and all that stuff. Like nobody cares. Like Nobody cares that there's a fucking orangutan. I guess that's just, I guess that's just, is that just what happens in Bakersfield? Like, <sighs> I mean, to be fair, I've never seen an orangutan in Bakersfield, <sighs> but... Um, if you did, you wouldn't be If I talk? did, people, I've seen weirder shit in Bakersfield. Okay. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. There's um, a minor scene where uh, Clint Eastwood shows he's more of an asshole. There's oh, some, uh, they go to a bar and some ladies there, and he's like, oh, I'm going to pick this lady up. So he yes. sits down next to her. My family was sitting here. She's like, no. And then he's like, meh. And she's like, she's like, so what are you doing here? I don't see you or ever. And he's like, I don't go here. I go to USC, and I'm here just to write a paper about this, this, blue, this bluegrass thing. Music, bluegrass music stuff. I'm here to write a paper about it, so I'm researching it. And he's like, "Oh wow, don't talk like like to get the talk out of the way." And she's like, "Whatever, you wanted to hear all this stuff." So she's being kind of rude. And then he's like, "What do you think about this?" And she's like, "Um, I, it, it's about dumb stuff. Like that's what this stuff is about." And she mm. basically insults you know what he likes to listen to, right? And, favorite kind of music. Yeah, and so she's like, she walks off. And so what he does is he gets a pair of dentures and puts it in her soup that she was drinking. And then she comes back and then freaks out about this thing. The dentures. The dentures in the soup. And I'm like, man, that's an asshole thing. Where'd he get the dentures from? I guess he just had them in his pocket. <laughs> exactly. Just in case. Exactly. Just, <laughs> well, just in case I got to be an asshole today. Yeah. Oh, it's a good thing I had these on yeah. me. <laughs> Trying and to then Norvell's the like, soup. that's hilarious. I can't, man, if you put a turd in there, she would have reacted the same way. And I'm like, what the fuck? Okay. do you have like history of doing that? <laughs> Well, the, the turds are so much better. <laughs> in my experience, if because you put it, turds if you put a turd in, it starts dissolving in the soup. Oh, unlike dentures, which just get cleaned by the. Well, soup. not only that, like if you put a turd in and it starts dissolving in the soup, you're not going to realize it's a turd in it until it's too late. Exactly. Ugh, the dentures are immediate right there. The dentures are way nicer. What if I was just a complete dick? <laughs> I kind of liked him in the last episode, probably just because he didn't do much. Mm, that's yeah. probably why. <laughs> 
Um, but, but, so we had this lady go up and she starts singing a country song. Clint Eastwood's very interested in this lady now. Mm-hmm. And Orville's like, let's go home. He's like, no, I want to watch this chick for a minute. And it's Lynn. She comes back. Lynn oh. comes out. And Wait, is Lynn the one that was at the... She's singing. Okay. And then she comes out and Clint Eastwood picks, uh, goes to her and is like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Like, you, you sing. <laughs> he says, you sure can sing. And I'm like, yep, that's very, that's a great statement. Good job there. I mm-hmm. guess it's all it takes, huh? I mean, you know, he's not a man of words. No, he's, he's a man not. of fists. That's a good point. And he's going to fist Anyway, he's like, hey, it's kind of smoky in here. You want to go out? And she's like, yes. And they go out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess they have a nice night. And then he drops off at the trailer park. He says, this is great. Yeah, I know. She was a trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh-huh. uh, man. And she says, trailer number seven. That's my lucky number. He says, I'll tell you what, you're my lucky number. And then they start making out. I'm like, wow, great dialogue. What does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, my lucky number? So here's the part that gets weird. Oh, okay. Here's the weird part. I can't wait. She, he's like, hey, mind if I, you want to invite me in to come inside? And she's like, yeah, you can come inside, but my boyfriend's in there, but he won't mind. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, he's like, what? so he's a cuckold. Yeah. I, <laughs> he's like, what? And she's like, yeah, it's it's okay. And she's like, I think I'll pass on this one. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. It'd be pretty uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, Unless he's in that kind of thing, which clearly he isn't. So here's one of those parts where, oh, I guess it does kind of impact things a little bit later, but not not much. I mean, yeah. So these two dudes, are, he, he, this night, next day, he's driving with uh, Clyde in the car, and these two dudes come up, and they call him ape names, and they're like, look at that ape. And it's like, I can't tell which one's the ape. Ah, ha, ha. <laughs> and then Clyde flips him off, which is great. Yeah, Clyde flips him off later in the movie, too. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, so great. And uh, so they go, and they, Clint Eastwood has none of that shit, and chases them. It's a long chase scene. Is it too long? Crazy, oh, yeah. Yeah. And they go through all sorts of crazy stuff, like a car wash, and they eventually mm-hmm. get knocked off. Motorcycles and Clint Eastwood gets in a street cleaner and chases him. Besides, I guess his car didn't work anymore. Mm. Chases him down and then he gets off of it. And then Clyde decides to drive it and drives into a bunch of uh, boxes, a bunch of um, <laughs> like a bunch of dudes trying to load up boxes into a, a freaking train. Truck? Oh, train. And it's like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. What does on. this even matter? Yeah. And uh, yep, that's about it. Wow. And that's the whole scene. You chase these two dudes and made them feel real bad. Wow. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, was, Who were the two dudes? Um, they're part of the Black Widow gang, but we'll get to them. Ooh, a bit. okay. All right. I, I know, know about the, the only, Black Widow yeah, gang. Yeah, the only the only villains in this movie because <laughs> there's two until, villains up until now. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's also the cops. Oh yeah, I forgot they came very late in the. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. I guess yeah. there's three actually. I think about it. Who the boyfriend? Oh well, maybe we'll see. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know what happened. There um, might be a humongous twist. <laughs> wow, I'm so excited! I'm waiting. Yeah. Okay, so, and blah, 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 boring, boring, boring. Um, so the reason she's with <laughs> boring, her, boring. the reason she's with her boyfriend, it's, it's revealed, is uh-huh. that she wants, she needs seven thousand dollars to put down a club in Denver. Why? She has, to, and I guess he's gonna pay her after a while or something. Why? Why does she want to open a club in Denver? Because she wants to be a singer in, like, in Denver. I guess that's her, that's her hometown. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to be a big star in Denver, Colorado. Hey, Denver's, Sign me up. Hey, when you're going to Bakersfield. I mean, I guess that's a good point. I guess it's Bakersfield's lot. closer to like LA and shit, though. Why do you want to go all the way to middle the, America? Denver at least has a major sports team in it. That's a good point. So, I mean, not, I, Bakersfield. I not Bakersfield. Not Bakersfield. No, what Bakersfield, do they got there? Has, Just Bakersfield has the. the <laughs> 
Yeah. Bakersfield has the uh, Condors, the Bakersfield Condors. Oh, what do they play? College? They play hockey. <laughs> Wait, what? They play hockey. Play amateur hockey? No, they're but they're lower hockey. They're Did you lo- never hear about the Condors? Are the, wait, are they actually like pro? They're, they're not, not pro, pro, but they're they're the major, the most major <laughs> like uh, sports team in there. No, okay. You ever read the Condors? No. There was a big news story that happened a couple years ago where uh, for celebration they brought an actual endangered condor oh, God, no. into the sports arena and it got loose and it started like at first it slid on the ice and then it started flying all over the Raptors <laughs> and they couldn't get it out and it was a national embarrassment because <laughs> it's an endangered species in an ice shrink <laughs> <laughs> oh man is there a video of this yes there is oh my God. it's great because you see the handler come out with it and instantly it's like fuck this shit i'm loose i'm out of here and then it gets on the ice you can tell he goes whoa what the fuck did i just do I'm out. and he starts flying around and everyone's so scared because it's a fucking condor <laughs> It's so embarrassing. Birds freaking out indoors is like one of my favorite videos, but right up next to warehouse accidents. It's just like all those things tumble over. I can watch those videos all day. You never watch warehouse accidents? I love warehouse accidents where they have like the giant just, machinery and they bump into things and, and they just start falling the over. Just collapses. Uh, like a fucking domino effect. Yep. And I'm like, oh man, that sucks. Ethan, you're all right. All right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you the video all later. Right, we'll watch it's that great. later. It sounds amazing. All right. <laughs> That's where I come from. I mean, condors aren't native to that area, so. <laughs> yeah, but they're not native to an ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> look what we've done to your great sit place. I know. Look at ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, the condor mascot comes out. It's like, what the fuck is that? What have you done to us? This is racist as fuck. <laughs> oh, oh god! Anyway, All right, so so back to the shitty movie. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> they, we find out that Clyde is from Sumatra. Okay. Um, and Clint Eastwood won him in a fight. That's all there is. Oh, okay. I mean, that makes a little bit of he sense. He fought four dudes at one time to, and he bet against his truck and something else against it, and he hated to see Clyde in the cage. Oh. Well, too bad. And uh, that's the, see, that's the save the cat part of the story of the screenplay. I, I guess so. Yeah. Do you know what that is? No. In order to make your main character likable, you have to have them save a oh, cat. Too bad he's such a douchebag beforehand. Also, you usually want that in the first or yeah, second like scene. First you don't want the first scene to be a, a, a horrible womanizer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so I'm being mean to women that don't like him. Yeah, exactly. So, Not the uh, greatest way. He stopped fighting because there's too many rules, and he's not like. To- <laughs> there's too many rules in fighting. <laughs> I don't like how I don't have to kill him. <laughs> I want to fucking murder with my fists. I'm out. <laughs> they ring the bell. I don't like the bell. It scares me. <laughs> what do you mean I can't use a knife? <laughs> I kick him in the crotch every time and they get mad. Too many rules. <laughs> Too many rules. They want me to wear pants. <laughs> I say I'm going to wear shorts. We don't have to wear pants. I want to be completely naked. <laughs> like the Greeks. <laughs> That's how I get fear into them. You ever find a grown man naked? That's because 
I got nothing. Because <laughs> you fight with rules. Yep. Oh my God. So he's quit fighting because there's too many that's rules. His, that's his reason. Oh. And then he Lord. mentions it's like Ted Murdoch over here. Yeah, which Murdoch. Has been mentioned multiple times. Who's Ted Murdoch? He is like the biggest fighter. Like everyone is scared of him because he wins every time. Is this real life? No, just in the movie. Oh, okay. Okay. They bring him up a lot. And yeah, I guess he's just. Oh, scary. yeah. No, he's a Bakersfield hero. No, he's just. <laughs> a, yeah. No, no, he's just a character in the film. Okay. They, they uh, meet him at the end of the movie. Ah, I figured he'd come back at some point. Yeah. Anyway, he says. That's good I'll, screenwriting, I'll, usually. I'll, <laughs> you want to introduce a character that'll be of any kind of importance. <laughs> you don't want to just have a scene where they're like, you ever heard of Dale? And you never see him. <laughs> <laughs> that would be you know, you remind, you remind me of Dale Gribbs. Okay. I would love to meet Dale Gribbs at some point. Nope. <laughs> That's too damn bad. That's a great screenwriting. <laughs> I'm glad you gave this movie props for what it deserves. It got a one great thing screenwriting. Right. <laughs> you know, there's so many other shining examples of great screenwriting. In this movie? You'll have to tell me where they are. Because <laughs> I did not see any of them. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out. I would You're have never welcome. seen it. <laughs> anyway, so. All right. So they introduce. About Murdoch. They introduce. Uh, oh, what's her name? I forget already. Uh, who? The lady's name. The one that's following him around? Yeah. Echo. No, the, no, we haven't met. We haven't oh, met Lynn. Echo. Lynn. That's it. I We've was met gonna, Echo? Not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. So Lynn meets her, his dumb friend uh -huh. and they hang Orville? out. Yep, and uh -huh. then they say a dumb story, and these two creeps buy a beer for her. Ugh. And a lot of people buying beers for girls. Yeah, well, she did mention she likes beer. So that's oh, fine. okay. Um, but then Clint Eastwood looks at the beer, just drinks it in front of him, and was like, "Yeah, thanks for the free beer, buddy." And they're like, "Come over," and they they show off their arms, uh -huh. and they're real smart asses about it. Their which arms? just does remind me of something my family would like do, family would do. But they show up their arms, and they go up, and they're like, "Yeah, you recognize this?" And they pull a sleeve up, and it's got a tattoo of a black widow. Uh huh. And he goes. Yeah, their arms. He says, no, what's on the arms? I see a tattoo. Yeah, their arms. <laughs> and, and then he says, what about this? And they pull up another one, and it's the other tattoo. He says, I see two tattoos. It's just like saying obvious shit to piss the other person off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's yeah. like, well, what do you know? We're going to take it outside. And, we'll, and he, he says, well, I'll beat him up. And he just goes and kicks both their asses. Yeah, he's a he's a big he's a good fighter. Yep, yeah. and uh, that's it. Did he did he fight with rules? Uh, I don't know. It didn't show us off screen. They only show ruled fighting. On oh, screen. okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> you know, off the books fighting here. Oh, they also said a dumb line where uh, before they said, you know, more more people die from black widows than from rattlesnakes. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think that's true. <laughs> because even even Orville's like, I just. Do what most people do and squish them. Yeah, like a black widow. <laughs> like a rattlesnake, you can't just squish a no, rattlesnake. No, because if like you try to squish it, it bites the fuck yeah, out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, also, I've read online that black widows bites really aren't deadly most of the time. They just hurt like hell. Oh, really? Yeah. So oh, that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I mean, these, these people, people are dumb. So that's the thing. Villains, they have to be even dumber, dumber than yeah. the dumb main characters. They have characters. to be so stupid. They have to be so dumb. That one, you don't like them. And two, you don't care if something bad yeah. happens to them. Yeah. Um, whatever. Anyway. So. What happened next? Um, Cut back to place. Ma is mad about Clyde and says, <sighs> there's, no, there's no privacy in her own home because he ate a whole bag of Oreos. <laughs> Cleese was like, I'll talk to him about that. 
And he's hey, like, hey, no, he, he doesn't play that like for laughs. He plays it like, like serious. He's like, he's like, I talked to him about it already. I don't know what to do. I sat him down. I told him, I told no him. more oil eating. And he gave me the thumbs up. <laughs> so I assumed he knew what but I was then talking I bet about. When I turned around, he flipped me off. <laughs> That Clyde. <laughs> I regret ever and he getting poops, him. Apparently he poops all over the place. <laughs> He's a fucking wild animal. I'm not shocked. <laughs> surprise, surprise. And then she runs around and keeps saying, this damn dirty chimpanzee. He's like, He's an orangutan. <laughs> How dare you? He has 12 ribs just like us. Ooh. Well, he knows one fact about <laughs> okay. All right. Um, what happened next? All right. So, Cut to mm -hmm. the Black Widow hideout. Ooh. We see the two guys. Who Let me ask you a question about the Black Widows really quick. Mm -hmm. When they appear on screen, is there doo-wop music? I don't remember. Oh, because God what was me. way more distracting oh, was yes. the giant Nazi symbols everywhere. Yes, in their place. they're Nazis. They're just straight up Nazis. For like, I mean, I was going to say for no reason. I mean, it's just a way of making them worse, right? They never. To make them even worse. Yeah, like they never act like Nazis. But, yeah. Remember when it was just okay to just put. Like Nazi insignia, and be like that makes them worse. Yeah, like I, I was just thinking the other day about like uh, the the Blues Brothers, and it's like Nazis. You know, storm in there. It's I fun. hate these guys. Yeah. Like they're obvious it's, villains. It's an easy villain, yeah, right? Not an easy anymore. villain. Yeah, <laughs> everyone hates them, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate them. I don't want to hear what they say. I don't. I don't care at all about their opinions. I've heard their ideas. opinions. They're shitty. Well, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard their opinions. It's called World War Two. Yeah, <laughs> we did that. We heard them. We heard them out. We heard they them, suck. We heard them loud and clear. Yep. And we killed a lot of them. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> anyway, there's a bunch of Nazis. They're and just they're Nazis, like, and they're like, let's, they're like, let's go beat this Clint Eastwood guy up because he beat us up once. And he says, we're gonna find him. And he's like, how are we gonna find him? It's not hard to find a freaking man running around the orangutan. orangutan. Yeah, it's true. Even you'd admit that, even if you lived in Bakersfield. Absolutely, you'd probably if be able to spot someone very. He would totally that. be the guy. Like, yeah. be like, have you seen the guy with the orangutan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think any city it would be like yeah, that. You wouldn't be like, oh man, oh Fred down the street has an orangutan. Oh too. come on, everyone does. Everyone has an orangutan. Yeah, who doesn't have an orangutan? Has, no one does that unless you're in. <laughs> no, even if you're in probably like a place where orangutans live natively, you wouldn't be like, man, that's the guy with the orangutan. I mean, even so, it's like. Hey, my friend has a chihuahua. Like, it's still like, you know, it's like the, guy the chihuahua. Yeah, it's the guy if with it's the, the one. If you have the one thing, you're the thing. You're the guy with the thing. Yeah. yeah. Orangutans are pretty thingy. Yeah, they're pretty much the thing. They're a very big thing. <laughs> it's not like thing. a yellow hat you wear they, all the time. <laughs> they, they, they fucking curious they George should. ass motherfucker. <laughs> that was a uh, that was a monkey, right? Did it have a tail? Curious George? Yeah. Did Curious George have a tail? No, he's a chimp. OK, well, they call him the curious little monkey, don't they? Yeah, because they're ignorant, dude. <laughs> they probably have, like, racist stereotypes in those books, too. I don't know. They probably do. They probably I wouldn't do. be surprised. All right. So, All right, um, go ahead. He didn't have a tail. He was a chimpanzee. Oh, uh, yeah. And they got yeah. it right. Yeah, I told you. Oh, oh but they called him a monkey. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we just went over this mic. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. All I was too busy Googling Curious George. <laughs> well, too curious over here. I'm very curious. So, <laughs> anyway. 30 minutes in the movie, and we finally have a villain. <laughs> That's the right time. That's the right time to introduce a reason to watch this movie, I guess. <laughs> and a reason and to, to care about our antagonist. Well, here's the thing about the antagonist. I'm sure they will be definitely a threat and a constant threat to the to the the heroes, right? Sure. <laughs> They'll be right on their tail the whole time. Uh-huh. So they take Cheryl out. 
and like kill him? Yeah, shoot her, <laughs> shoot her in the head. And uh, Clint Eastwood gives her some money. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Whoa, how'd you get all this money?" And he's like, "Stole it off a couple of widows." Now, and honestly, I thought he was like not be joking. I'm like, "Oh, he beat up some old ladies." <laughs> and I realized, oh shit, they're black widows. <laughs> His fucking dumbass joke got me. That was a great joke. <laughs> he beat up a couple old ladies. Or young ladies. Who, I guess, yeah, but that's true. I, died. I, I just imagine widows as being old. Yeah, that's nice of you. That's nice of me. <laughs> I give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, Jeez. A couple widows. So, and so here's the thing. Is uh-huh. instead of being, remember how she wanted $7,000 and had to live with her boyfriend for that? Right. She gets this money and just goes straight to the store and buys like a whole bunch of fancy new out- like a fancy new outfit. Oh no, I don't like this lady. And I'm like, come on, man. You gotta save that money for Denver. Yeah, man. If you really yeah. have that dream, you put your money towards and not buy some fancy outfit. Although the fancy outfit was for a performance, so maybe that would increase the maybe she's thinking like, I'll buy it now, I can use it now, and I'll use it later when I'm at a fancy. Club. But you can buy like one. You can't buy I guess like- she did just buy one. I oh, she only bought one outfit? Ones. Yeah. Alright, that's fine then. Ah, all right, I take everything back. <laughs> she's com- a You convinced me. All right. So then they leave and they start driving. And I'm like, oh shit, the black wolves found him and they're gonna find him. No, it's actually her boyfriend, oh. Cheryl's boyfriend, and he's chasing Clint Eastwood and both them down. And he almost shoots him with a shotgun. Whoa! And Clint Eastwood's like pulls up to his car or pulls up to the trailer. He's like, oh, we'll get him. I'm gonna kill him. And Cheryl's like, no, do it, do it just for me. Don't kill him. Let me talk to him. He's like, okay, fine. And he drives off. Uh-huh. And um, it's this great random scene. This is one of my favorite dumb scenes. Don't mean anything, but it's where or. Orville is like working on underneath the car and Clyde just comes over and like pulls the car up and like shakes it off the broad blocks, but then Why? just holds it and just looks at him because um he was being mean to or Clyde, Orville was being mean to Clyde and was like oh. saying like So he's that, about to fucking drop the car in his yeah, head. He's gonna drop a car in his head. Holy shit. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna do it. And he's like, No, I'm gonna do it. And then Kanisu comes out and he's like, oh, what's going on? And then he's like Tell Clyde to get over. No, don't tell him. Leave him there. Uh, put a block under here. And he puts a block underneath. He's like, I told you not to give Clyde beer on not Saturdays. <laughs> on not Saturdays. Okay. he That was my phrasing. Okay. <laughs> he said, I don't like it when you give him beer on not Saturdays. That's not the right sentence. <laughs> I want, how do I phrase this sentence? It's fine. It's, fu- it's no, a nothing I have to scene. Say, I have to say it right. Okay. I don't like. He's only allowed beer. Oh my god! Why am I saying this completely wrong? <laughs> I, I can't that. say it. Just, only, it's oh, okay. He, get past it. No, he can only drink beer on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Okay. I feel better now, Mike. All right. I'm glad you do. You'll be able to sleep tonight. God, you're gonna know any how many times I write sentences like that, and I look at it and I go, I'm "What is what's wrong with me? <laughs> Why do I write like this?" You're losing it. I know. <laughs> uh, so Ma fails the driving test again. No she wears glasses, but blah. Clyde's gonna meet the old lady now. Wow, why did I say old lady? I was looking at Ma. She's not old. She's Cheryl. Cheryl. Oh God. Lynn. Lynn. Why do you keep calling her Cheryl? I don't know. She You've looks, called her Cheryl like three she times. She looks like a Cheryl to me. I don't know. She has three names. Maybe one of her names is Cheryl. She has three names. Yeah, she's got like Lynn something something. <laughs> I've only know Lynn. I only wrote Lynn down. All right, so she's gonna be it's gonna be Lynn. So they get all dressed up and it's mm-hmm. a cute scene. And I like I like it. like I'm brushing being brushed by Clint Eastwood. Uh huh. And um, I wrote, there's more chemistry between Clyde and Clint Eastwood than anyone else. It's very true. And um, they go get the lady. And oh no, the trailer's gone. Oh no. She took off. She left a note, so she's got to go and that's it. And um, 
he starts leaving and some dude's like, hey, why'd you bump into me? And they start punching him and they all beat each other up. And even the musicians get in this big brawl, this big full-on bar brawl. Damn. And he says, somebody call the cops. And the bartender looks at him and says, those are the cops. And there you go. There's, there's the two cops. cops. So, um, so he gets in a car and he takes Clyde with him and Orville and they start driving east. Mm-hmm. To go find her because he assumes he's probably in Denver. <laughs> right. So now uh, I looked up Lynn. Mm-hmm. Her name is not Cheryl at all. Probably not. <laughs> it's Lynn Hazley or Halsey Taylor. Oh. So it doesn't matter. Just call I thought it, it was Lynn Monroe Miranda. Lynn Miranda. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Um, so what's going on? Now the cops. I don't know. Here's this thing the cops are hanging out looking for a metal detector. And, uh, Why are the cops there? No, they're at like a beach. They're doing something else. They're just oh, doing their own thing. Okay. And uh, metal detector and the white cops just fucking mad. Why? Just fucking mad. Because he got beat up. Oh. The black cop's like, I don't know, man. Let it go. And he's like, <laughs> fuck no. And I'm like, oh, this is white anger. Great white rage. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's it. And so he's like, I'm going to get him. He's like, all right, let's go get him, I guess. <laughs> so, um, oh, boy. So now there's some lady. Um, annoying this random stranger at this fruit stand that they stopped by, and the the random stranger turns out to be Echo, who we mentioned oh, earlier. Yeah. And do you, uh, do you recognize her? No. She's, yeah. She's, yeah. She's the mom from the uh, vacation movies. Oh. The Christmas vacation and oh. stuff. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, this annoying stranger's like, ah, these melons, how fresh are they? Ah, well, how much are for the melons? Ah, I want like quarter of a pound of tomatoes. Ah. Jesus. And this is being, being really obnoxious. And so Orville comes over and whispers a thing in her ear and she goes, ah, and looks at, looks at, uh, uh, Echo and runs off. What and the fuck? Anyway. And then Orville, of course, it's like time to start hitting on this lady now. Why not? Starts hitting on her and is like, where do you live around here? Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, I really like you. Okay. <laughs> These are I've never the- met anyone who makes me feel like you do. Okay, that's a little forward. Didn't they just meet? Yeah, exactly. And uh, she's like, okay, cool. And then gets in the car with them. What? Yep. What? I mean, How is this sure, a real thing? Sure, there's more dialogue, but it's not much. But like, even then, like, oh, we just met each other. Let's go on this road trip. I, mean, I just freaked this random person out. I guess if you're um, fucking bored and selling, dealing with shitty customers all day, maybe you do just want a trip. Because I mean, she's young. She probably wants to go do something. Something fun, Something I guess. more fun than just sitting around selling these these shitty fruits to shitty people. Okay. So, it's, it's this is a, one of the better scenes. It's very quiet. Thank God. Is that uh, they're driving, mm-hmm. and Clay Switch just knocks on the back of the car, and just the, Clyde's hand just pops out and gives him a beer. Oh, Jesus I'm Christ. I'm like, fucking cool. That's, isn't he driving? Yep. <laughs> that part's less cool, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> what the I don't know. <laughs> and then, so Echo's like, hey, Orville, what? So, what did you say to that lady? He just looks at her, looks at Clint, and says, told her you had the clap. Yeah. Why would that scare a person? I don't know. It's just don't have sex with him. Like, it's, <laughs> he's so easy. I don't know. After all that melon talk and all those talks, it's so. like, oh boy. Jeez. What? I don't know. I thought it was going to be way worse. Nope. Like, it's just dumb. Know. Yeah, it's super dumb. Uh, Nazis stop by a place and hang out, and they're going to beat them up, but then they get beat up by these random people. It's just everyone beating up Nazis. It's like, hey, we hate Nazis here. And I'm like, oh. I don't like this movie. It's uh, mean to Nazis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. They deserve to be heard. I know. Um, 
So, it's not cool to just beat up Nazis. And it has bro. this weird scene where it's like all shaky cam. Yeah. For like a, one scene. That happens later in the movie too. Okay, with the Nazi scene even. Yeah, the yeah. Nazis, man, they're shaking the cameras off. That's right, man. <laughs> uh, so everyone in the bar beats up Nazis. The police show up at Ma's house trying to find Clint Eastwood. She's like, ah, I hate you guys. They drove out of here and left me. Oh. They went that one this way. I don't know where they went. Fuck those guys. Fucking apes. Whatever. I don't know. Wow. Basically said that. Okay. Um, And she says they're gone. And, um, yeah, there's a scene where the, the Echo finds Clyde in the middle of the night and pulls out a gun on him, and then he hugs her because oh. they introduced. And now the Nazis arrive at Ma's house, and that's my part. And they just drive around a lot. And I'm really curious what your reaction was to seeing a bunch of Nazis driving, Very around, confused. driving around on some old lady's porch. I was because I, the thing is, I only knew there was like, an orangutan in the movie, and <laughs> it took place in Vegas. So like, there's a bunch of Nazis driving around on the porch, and I'm, on like, a porch. I'm like, man, Mike. This must be a really good representation of Bakersfield. Mike must feel just at home. <laughs> it felt pretty true to form. You, know, you, you remember those times you had to like shoo all the Nazis off your, your driveway? No, I invited them in. You know, oh, okay. you know they're just people like they're us. People. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, yeah, they're fucking driving all over this late this old lady's like porch, and then they attach like some chains to the side of her porch and like pull it off. And she's like, all right, that's it. And she pulls out this big fucking shotgun and shoots it at him. And like they're I feel like I remember this scene anyway. And you probably saw it. And then their fucking uh um motorcycles explode. Cool. It was actually really cool. And then they're all like, ah, and they start getting scared and running away. Hey man. That was awesome. Fuck Nazis, dude. Fuck them. So then there's police, they're looking for Lynn. And then the Nazis show up also looking for Lynn. None of that matters. Um then uh, I'm introduced to Lynn, but I didn't realize it was Lynn. I was just like, someone's playing music. So, like, think about this. I jump into the movie. I see a bunch of Nazis on an old lady's porch. Yep. I see um, a bunch of cops talking to some old man at a trailer park. I see a bunch of Nazis talking to an old man at a trailer park. I see a woman singing country western music. None of this is adding up. None of it. I mean, it's Bakersfield, baby. It's well, not anymore. Now they're now they've left Bakersfield, right? They're moving. It's out. A, it's all of Middle California, baby. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I I wrote down finally Clyde and Clint show up, and I do not know what's going on because this scene is a montage of Clint and Clyde just walking around, <laughs> going into bars. <laughs> And then leaving the bars and walking around more and going in the bars. And then there's this weird scene where they're leaving an adult movie theater together in hand. And Clint goes down and like whispers in Cl in Clyde's ear. And I'm like, what is going on between these two? Like, are they fucking each other? <laughs> like, I really had no idea like what their relationship was. And then he goes back to the hotel, wakes up two complete strangers that I've never seen in a bed, which wound up being Orville and oh, what's okay. her face. And have this weird conversation. Again, I don't know what's going on. All I see is Clinton say, Well, because it just isn't right, that's why. What is it right? What is it right? Just ain't right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you do have somebody, and I almost got somebody. It just ain't right. Well, what is it right about it? Man, you just don't understand, do you? Yeah, he just doesn't understand. Right, and that's why we got to do something about it. Would you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like so fucking lost. I will say this movie does not repeat itself. <laughs> what do you mean? They never say like, they never say like, yeah, we need to get blah, blah, blah. They just oh, sell like, of course yeah. you know. Yeah. You watch this movie, dummy. I'm going to watch it in half. 
<laughs> Wait, stupid way, some kind of weirdo liberal that watches man only who, one half of it. Yeah, watches one half of the movie. So then they all jump in the car, and then Clint says, "I." Uh, Clint's like, "You think he doesn't understand? He's just sitting back there all the time. You don't think he understands, but he's really smart." Yeah, and I'll tell you something, Marvel. Thinks about a lot of things besides Oreo cookies. Right, You don't mean. I mean exactly that. Father, where the hell are we gonna get Clyde laid in the middle of the night? <laughs> what? What? I saw the part with Oreo cookies. He just likes eating them. Unless he. <laughs> Unless he's fucking mom on the side. Is that what she's referring to? She ate the whole bag? Well, he, he fucks and he, he eats all the Oreo cookies out of the sleeve and then he fucks the sleeve. That's exactly what Rang would do. So I'm like, what in the fuck is this movie? I've seen a bunch of Nazis. I've seen country western music. I've seen Clint Eastwood wanting to get an orangutan laid. Like, I have no understanding of what's going on at all. And then he brings this part was so dumb. So then they all pile in the car, drive to the Albuquerque Zoo, park in front of it, and then Oma gets out and he's like, Well, how do you know there's a woman orangutan even in there? And then Clint says, it's not like Clyde's going to know what to do anyway. And I'm like, why are you even here then? <laughs> what the fuck? And then, and then they break into the zoo. We find an orangutan enclosure and Clyde like climbs in and Clint Eastwood's like, yeah, you get him, buddy. And Clyde walks over to this closed door in the enclosure, opens it up and you see a silhouette of an orangutan. And then Clyde looks back, gives a thumbs up, walks into the room. <laughs> Closes it behind him, and then this music plays. It's like if the door is closed, don't open it. <laughs> and then it abruptly cuts, and we're back to the Nazis. This is not the best movie ever. Because <laughs> that's the height of this film. Oh, fuck. I, it's so good. It's were you? Oh man, were you I, disappointed that it did not get better than this? It re- yes, I was like. <laughs> If it maintains this level of like bizarre, <laughs> I'm a okay. Because the greatest thing about it is Clint Eastwood <laughs> is completely on board. He's with serious. It. He's he, so fucking. People tell him the ridiculous thing. He's like, "Guess I gotta do it." He's just he he doesn't pass a judgment. No, he's just like, "I gotta uh, get this around." He's, like, he's the most blue collar <laughs> man ever. He's look, man. Boss told me to do a thing. I'll do it. And like, but Clint Eastwood, the actor even, is just like playing it so fucking straight. I know. Like, it's weird. It's because he's, just, there's fucking Clint Eastwood. That's fucking, why I don't know. It's, it's it's hard to tell it's a comedy movie because it's, it's so just like. weird. I mean, it clearly is. He just got an orangutan laid. <laughs> orangutan opened a door, saw a silhouette of an orangutan, kissed, and then walked in and closed the door behind him. Like, this is not a serious drama or anything. <laughs> this isn't like Million Dollar Baby. Like. <laughs> you know? This isn't letters from Iwo Jima. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't Jay Edgar. You know, like this is like a fucking weird comedy. I just, it's so fucking weird to jump right into that scene. Uh, like this was the weirdest introduction to the movie 
ever, man. I love it. It's beautiful. It was great. So then the next day, Clint says that they're low on cash, so they need to drum up a fight. So Clint fights for money. And he wins. That's the end of that. <laughs> Sounds um, all right. Actually, this part is only great because they fight, and it's really long and really bad. And then he wins. And then he's like surrounded by these people, and the people are like, well, why should we pay you? There's more of us than there are you. And then Echo just shoots a gun, and they're like, okay, we'll pay you. And that's like the end of the scene. All right. But it's like Echo can like take care of herself. So that's cool, I guess. Right, that's, you know, that's probably why she got in the car. That's she's like, I have a gun. I shoot these dudes. No shit. Now I realize that now. Yeah. It's like, if you guys pull any shit on me, I'm, I'm just going to shoot you I'm guys. kill you. Yeah. So that part is pretty great. <laughs> so, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. I guess I, I was just guessing it was going on at this point. Okay. So Lynn is bowling. That really doesn't matter. Lynn is bowling. She's bad at it. Whatever. Okay. Um, Clint goes for a run. Uh, he's in the woods with everyone. He goes for a run all by himself. And then he comes across Lynn in a car and Lynn sees Clint Eastwood at first. I didn't understand Lynn's thing at all. So I first see Lynn. She goes, Oh God, sees Clint Eastwood on the side of the road running. And then she kind of like hits the gas. But then when Eastwood sees her, she stops the car and lets him in. I'm like, why is she? That's a weird thing to do. And then she seems all chummy with him. And then there's this weird scene where it looks like they're fucking, like silhouette fucking. And then the very next scene, they're still just driving around in a car. <laughs> like, not, like, did you fuck in the truck? Like, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know. I'm, the only reason, the only way I know people fuck in this movie is if they put a thumbs up beforehand. <laughs> and there's a silhouette. Of the <laughs> silhouette. <laughs> so anyway, so I guess there's this whole plan to meet up with her at the El Paso restaurant. Uh, or no, El Patio restaurant. And um, I guess there's some plan. Okay. Have you heard of this plan? No. Okay. Well, I guess there's a whole plan. I, I'll set the plan I thought was just to get her back. No, I guess they've been, they've been con con convorting. I guess she says that she's going to steal the money, meet up with him at the uh, uh, there you go. thing. But then she so doesn't gonna steal that money. then. But she doesn't do that at all. <laughs> okay. So he, she's just fucking with him. So, uh, but Clint doesn't know this. Clint uh, tells the group that she just, he just ran into Lynn. And they're like, oh, that's great. We'll meet up with her, you know, tomorrow night. That'd be great. And then they're like, and then we'll leave for home. It'll be awesome. So then the two, uh, Echo and Orville, go to the fishing store because they want to go fishing. I don't know why. And the cops are there and they overhear them talking about Clint Eastwood. So the cops show up and they see Clint Eastwood. They're like preparing a trap for Clint Eastwood. So they like split up. So the black one goes off to like prepare for like an ambush. And the white one sees him off in the water and brings like a shotgun with him. So he puts the, he pulls a shotgun. He's pointing at Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, it's behind him too. And Clint Eastwood's just like fishing. And so like the 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 white cop's like, all right, don't don't move. If you move a muscle, I'll shoot. And then, but Clint Eastwood's fishing. And all of a sudden he starts reeling in a really big fish. And he's like, whoa, oh my gosh, that's a really, what is that, a 20 pounder? Oh my God, get out of the way. And he takes Fucking the reel people, with him and he reels this big fish in. And Clint Eastwood takes the fish out of the water and slaps the white cop with it and beats the shit out of him. And that's just the end of the white cop. And then the black cop's just like walking around the woods. He goes, fucking weird white people. Like, <laughs> I don't understand this. And he's like walking around the woods. What movie am I in? What God. movie am I? Honestly, I thought he was just talking about the movie. <laughs> and so he's, he's like, around. Somewhere. He's like, fucking white people movies, man. Yeah, weird. Yeah, well, I don't even understand. So he's walking around the woods and the camera pans up and we see above him is Clint Eastwood in the trees, like holding onto the trees. <laughs> fucking white people, man. And Clint Eastwood jumps down. We hear the sounds of the guy getting beat up. And then Clint Eastwood jumps up and he makes the Tarzan sound effect. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> yeah. and his friends hear that in the boat. They're like, 
who was that? And they go, oh, he's been hanging out with Clyde too much. <laughs> that, that's a joke. So funny. that's the end of that. That's the end of the cops. Um, it's really cringy. So then Clint and his party go to the restaurant. Lynn never shows up. Um, Lynn runs into the bad motorcycle guys, the uh, Nazis, and they ask where Clint is, and she helps them get Clint, basically. She sets a trap for him. And um, then, uh, uh, oh, God. So she helps set a trap for the Nazis to run into Clint. Clint finds the Nazis, and Clint sees them and goes up to fight them. And then there's a really bad reference to the good and the bad and the ugly. Like, they make good and the bad, bad and the ugly sound effects. Oh, he's in that movie. He's in that movie. Get it? And Clint's surrounded, but then he beats all of them up. And while he's beating them up, Orville takes all the motorcycles and destroys them. So they can't drive there. And then they drive away safely. And Clyde flips all of them off. So Clint goes to a place where Lynn is playing her music. And Lynn and her guy kiss a ton outside. Her boyfriend. And I guess the whole idea was that she had been lying about having this really you know rich boyfriend or whatever she actually just wants to be with him and this was all just a hint to try to get Clint Eastwood to not go out with her anymore and she's like you're just so stupid you kept pursuing me I've never had that happen before and then Lynn's like you're so stupid and she starts like hitting him and then she starts crying and you can tell that she's just an unhappy person and so that's the end of that so then there's another fight oh with Murdoch so he fights Murdoch oh finally I don't know why here's the thing I don't know why he does this I have no idea why he does. He always this. wanted to. Does he? That's what he said. He said I wanted like the okay, that guy. So a fight. So he, but like plot wise, I don't know why he did it. Oh, I it know. doesn't add anything to it. So he fights him in the middle of the fight. He's like beating Murdoch up because Murdoch's like this old big guy, and he just starts beating him up. But then he hears the crowd, and they're like, oh, "Murdoch's a washed up guy," and oh, you know, Murdoch is is weak and stupid. And this guy will be the new Murdoch, and Clint Eastwood doesn't want that, so he he throws the fight and mm. lets Murdoch win. So that's cool, and then. There's just a random scene with an old lady taking a driver's test and he, she passes. And <laughs> I'm like, why, why, why is that there? It was so weird. Uh, that was the worst subplot. Uh, yeah, because it didn't do anything. And then I'm like, why is the movie not over yet? And then we see Clint and all the gang and they're in the car together. They're driving home and they drive past the Nazis and they drive past the cops. And then that's the end of the movie. Hmm. That's all it is. Man, that did go downhill. It really did, man. It, it really, seemed like really it did. seemed like they were just like. I think the thing was is they were just like, "Fuck, dude, we're just gonna do whatever. We're just gonna have a good time. We're gonna make them do Tarzan noises. We're gonna make a monkey fuck. It'll be funny. We're gonna be all this stuff, and it'll be funny." But it oh isn't. man, we're gonna end this movie somehow. Yeah, it really did feel that way. Like, how do we end this movie? Well, we should probably end it with him meeting Murdoch because we brought that up at one yeah, point. Yeah, we should do that. Um, we should, I guess, beat up all Nazis and then drive home. I guess, I guess, but he doesn't get the girl because he's dumb. Like, how great would it have been if Murdoch was like? part of you know the subplot like what if he was the main villain nah. you know like and then that would have felt like nah. more tied into it fuck that no no it's just a random thing and like just like his mom or hey. whatever random thing he's called every way every which way every which way but loose but ends loose. <laughs> tie them all up at the end yeah i guess they did didn't they sure did this movie was bad i really didn't like it at all it I, I only great. liked one part of it and it has to do with an orangutan wanting to fuck another orangutan and i think i only liked it all because right. i was confused by it i still don't, i've been thinking about this uh-huh how do you know you want to fuck <laughs> i don't do you think, know do you think clyde was walking around with the with just, walk, just like wang. walking around the stiffy, just walking around, just man. He brought the orangutan into an adult movie. Maybe that's theater. why he saw that. Was like, shit, dude, this ain't fair. 
I'm watching porn with my orangutan. My orangutan is not going to be turned on by this. Why did he bring the orangutan in the movie store even? Like, that doesn't make sense. You do everything with your bro. I guess that's true. I can't leave in the hot car. <laughs> like, it was so I weird. break in and be like, this car is been cooking him in here. It's so dumb. I actually, I looked up the orangutan online because I wanted to see if it was still alive. Um, I've it's got not, no word on it. I no. look, they, he has a, a Wikipedia. Here's what's on his Wikipedia. Apparently, he was in this movie, but he did not appear in the second one because he had grown too much. I guess he got old. Mm. The orangutan that played Clyde in the second film died of a cerebral hemorrhage Aww. shortly after the film wrapped. No information on the actual <laughs> orangutan whose w- Wikipedia this is. Um, I also looked him up on uh, IMDb. His name is Mantis the orangutan. No, Manus. Manus the orangutan. Okay. Um, again, doesn't say whether he's alive or not, but the first thing on his trivia on his IMDb is, is an orangutan. <laughs> That's the first bit of trivia. Just in case I you mean, didn't to be know. fair, Ma didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know what it was. She's like that ape thing. So that- weird. So, um, yeah. So there you go. She called him a boon. That was it. A baboon? boon? A baboon. Oh, no, it's not a baboon. Not a baboon at all. Not at all. Man, yeah, I was hoping, um, I don't know, man. I I see why my family likes this movie, though. Yeah, I can see I can see the appeal. I see a white people. It definitely has a different tone than, like, Most any other movies. movies we've seen. Yes, definitely. Where it just has this weird, just kind of, like, stuff just happens, and you just deal with it. Apparently. And, and like, that's it. Apparently, it's the highest grossing film that Clint Eastwood's ever starred in. Are you serious? That's what it said on the IMDb page. Whoa. Like, this movie has like a 38% around Tomatoes, maybe lower, but it is, it made bank. Like, it made so much money. I think it just tapped into that, like, weird, I, you know, the weird, like, Midwest, or not Midwest, um, like, the same, like, the same crowd, vibe. the same crowd that shows up for all the Medea movies. Like, that's, you know, this is the same crowd that lines the pockets of Jeff Dunham is the same people that like yeah, this movie. You're right about that part. That's what it is, man. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't like this movie that much at all. I liked one scene. I like talking about it a lot I with loved, you. It was so much fun. I love talking about it. And the thing is, is like, I want people to at least find that one scene where the orangutan wants to fuck something. Yeah. Um, but it's only good because it's all by itself. I feel like if I were to get it all set up, it would just be like, mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There was no setup. There was not really a there setup. Was really, was there. I think what you saw was literally all set up. That's probably Because was, there was no prior thing like, boy. Coral Clyde never gets laid. I have to show it to you after it. Yeah, uh, we'll watch that. If you guys are interested in this movie, though, uh, you can check it out. I rented it on YouTube for $3. It's worth it. Yeah, that one scene uh, is worth it. That one scene is yeah. worth it. Um, uh, if you liked this episode uh, and you want to listen to other ones, I don't know what other movies are like this one that you can listen to. No, there to. really aren't. Uh, but you can... Uh, Westworld. I don't know. Westworld! <laughs> you can it's- go back to our catalog. Uh, you can find it at iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, leave a five-star rating review. We'll read it on the show, no matter what it says. Even if it is like, oh, I hate that chimpanzee. <laughs> like, that is not a chimpanzee. How rude. It's an orangutan. We don't appreciate those type of words. Jerks. Um, also, uh, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, or if you want to suggest movies, you can find us on I- iTunes. You can also find us on iTunes, but that's not how you would get uh, not, you would contact. Not get, you're not going to get in contact with us. Though. Not that easily. But you can also find us on Facebook mm-hmm. and Twitter mm-hmm. and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can also email us at emailtheotherhalfpodcast.com. Yep. Please suggest movies to us because I don't know why we watch this movie and I don't want to keep watching movies like this. I'd rather get good suggestions <laughs> I from do. all y'all. I want to watch more. You motherfucker. I want to watch more weird movies that make a huge, big, big box office splash. Uh, Clearly it did.
It's very disappointing to think that this movie made a lot of money. <laughs> Enough to spawn a sequel with Clint Eastwood in it. Yep. Jesus. Um, do you think? Do you think they'll ever make another one of these? Hell like, no. Why not? Clint Eastwood wouldn't be like the the, the orangutan would grab him and he'd fall apart. <laughs> so old. No, no. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a soft reboot where like. Clint Eastwood's still there and he's still the same character, but he's old and he's like, I give you my orangutan to like his <laughs> son who's probably played by like Chris uh, Evans or some uh, shit. Uh, probably, why not just his actual son? His actual son. Yeah, his actual son would play the son in the movie. Yeah, yeah there you go. So yeah, yeah I think that would happen. I would kind of watch that. I would kind of want to see where that goes. <laughs> like, how do you, like, do you think they could cast an orangutan? Do you think they could cast an orangutan like that again? Or would there be like a whole bunch of animal rights? I bet there would be a weird like, animal really rights thing, probably. Because I don't think you could like have an animal like that star anymore. Every every animal is now CG or whatever, but like. Why alive. not do a CG orangutan? I mean, you could, but you could. I bet probably You could have bad. a CG orangutan played by <laughs> an actor. It, yeah, because then it would talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ugh. That's the only thing that would make this movie. No. Unwatchable. Yeah, I was gonna say that's <laughs> it's the next. So step. close. Well, it's that's so the thing. Close. Is, is you got Clyde there. He's just an adorable monkey hanging out and doing silly things. See, that's the thing. Imagine. I'm sorry, Abe. sorry. He's an. Um, um. Imagine if Clyde was a terrible character. I think this movie would have been terrible. Oh yeah, it I been think this movie would be unwatchable. Yeah. There's at least one one thing that's always charming, mm-hmm. and it's Clyde. Mm-hmm. I would want to watch more of Clyde. Um, but I guess until then, thanks everyone for showing up and listening to us talk about this fucking movie. Thank you. Would you recommend other people watch it? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Yep. All right. Well, good night. Good night, everybody. Good night, everyone in Vegasville, California. Have a a sweet, a sweet evening.